0: Hey there, welcome to BSing with Brandy, where my mission is to help you get shit done. I'm your host, Brandy Good, and today we're going to talk about different ways you can invest in your business, specifically ways to invest in your business when you can't afford all the things, like coach who sounds amazing but is $5,000 a month, or that tool that you think could solve all of your problems but costs $200 a month. And heads up, the language in this one is a little bit extra salty, so you may wanna put your earbuds in if there are little ears running around wherever you are. Our topic today came from one of the members of our group, uh, School for Heartful Entrepreneurs. I started a discussion in the group around barriers or hurdles that people have to face when running a business that are things that don't get addressed much publicly there were some amazing comments, but today I want to focus on one specific comment, which I'll read to you directly. So here it is. Sometimes people actually don't have money to invest in themselves or their business. Several coaches make it seem like you don't believe in yourself if you're not willing to spend your last dollars on a coach without knowing if it's going to pay off. So I know this was specifically about coaching, but the idea about not having money to invest really struck me. So I wanna put this in a little bigger context of not just people resources like coaching or consulting or even outsourcing, but also the technical resources like devices and software and services. So I 100% agree with companies and entrepreneurs charging what they're worth and higher priced offerings are usually directed at people who are more established or are in industries that are just naturally higher priced due to their niche or experience level of the people in them. But here is what I don't agree with. When a company or an entrepreneur has a marketing message that is designed to make you feel guilty for not using them. If there is a coach out there that is saying, hey, if you don't hire me, you must not be serious about your business, they can go fuck themselves. If there is a company out there that is saying, hey, if you don't subscribe and use our service, you must not want to succeed, guess what? They can go fuck themselves too. Investing financially in your business should actually make you feel good. It should make you feel relieved. Um So, if someone makes you feel guilty or bad about not giving them your money, run far, far away. Uh, Even if that person or that company is actually awesome, guilt is not a good foundation for a relationship. (laughs) So, chances are it's not going to work out in the long run. So, that's the guilt part. Um, What if you take guilt out of the equation and it really is just about? affordability and I want you to really understand that when I say investing in your business investing doesn't just mean money it can also mean time it can also mean effort and here's where I want to be a little bit tough with you you also need to understand that you have to invest something in your business if it's not money then it's going to be time it's going to be effort if it's not time and it's not effort, then it has to be money. If you can't afford it financially and you also have no time to do it or you don't wanna put or can't put the effort in, then you have to step back and ask yourself, is this the right time to do this thing? Is this the right business for me? Is this thing bringing me joy? And be extremely fucking honest with yourself because if you answered no to any of those questions, then it's time for a change. And I know that's really scary. And not only is it scary, you might, again, it might come back to guilt. You might feel guilty that uh, this thing that you're doing isn't working. And it might make you feel like a failure. And 100%, I have been there. <laughs> My last big pivot, I was so scared to do it because I thought, I thought that, my business was failing but even worse off i thought that other people would think i was a failure for pivoting and you just need to tell that tell that guilt to f off <laughs> so for the sake of this episode let's assume that you actually answered yes to those questions so what are some ways you can invest in your business without having to worry about your bills getting paid at the same time. And heads up, these things aren't limited just to people with tight budgets. Um, So if financially, if your business is doing fine, I'm not saying this episode isn't for you. These are things that all of us can be doing at any point in our business. These are things that I've done in the past and I still do right now, depending on what area of my business I'm looking at. So as I go through some of these things, these are all things that I did when my business was just starting out and cash was strapped. These are things that I did in the middle of my business just for certain areas because things were going fine but there was one, one area that you know could have been doing better. So let's dive in. I've got five things for you. That you can do to invest in your business that aren't going to make you go broke. <laughs> so number one, um, the obvious one, you bootstrap it. Um, obvious, but can be difficult to pull off at times. So you find free tools. You um, yes, you have to put up with their branding and watermarks on your things. You might have to put up with limited functionality until you can afford to upgrade but this is this is how you can start uh for example when i started out i only used the free versions of different social media scheduling tools eventually it got to a point where the time i was spending using them could have been used in a much more strategic way so i paid to upgrade and i knew the decision was right when uh within the first month of upgrading I felt so relieved that I wasn't having to do the extra work that I was having to put in with the free tools and that I had the extra functionality. So that's when you know you've made the right choice. (laughs) Number two, you do things manually. So you can't afford that software or that VA to create a video or update your website, then you're going to have to do it yourself. (laughs) There's just no way around this. And if you're doing a lot of things manually in your business, I have two pieces of advice to offer that are going to um, help you a little bit right now, but also help you in the long run. So number one, document your workflows. Make a checklist, create instructions for each step of your checklist, put it somewhere where it's easy to access. You'll find yourself executing faster, um, both for things that you're doing on a really regular basis but also for things that you only do periodically because you can reference those instructions. Um, and as a bonus, you will be ready to outsource that particular workflow or those workflows when you're ready to do so. So outsourcing will go a lot smoother and you'll you'll spend less time training the person that you've hired um, because you've, you've done that yourself. Number two, batch your tasks. So If you're doing stuff manually, you need to say make a graphic for an upcoming holiday, Uh, then sit down and make graphics for the next 10 holidays because you're sitting there, you've got the program open, you're presumably in a graphic design frame of mind because you've decided to do that right then. So again, making those 10 graphics at that moment in time is gonna be faster than if you made them one at a time over the next you know 10 months or a year or whatever it is. I promise you it will be faster. <laughs> Number three, you redistribute your budget. So take a look at what you're spending on what you're spending money on right now. Is there something you could cancel to free up funds for something else? This might be a business or a personal expense. Um, so some examples You wanna cut back on one latte a month so you can afford a paid G Suite account. Great, Uh, you wanna cancel that course software that you've been paying for the last year, but not using (laughs) because you haven't developed your course. And you wanna use that money to hire a coach to actually help you develop the course. Sounds pretty smart because once you've hired the coach to help you actually put that course together, Then you can go back and subscribe to that software because your course is ready and then you can sell it and make your money back see how that works out (laughs) i see a lot of people paying big bucks for fancy software because it's amazing it has all the features but then they don't use it or they don't use it to its full extent and they keep saying oh one day i'll do xyz or i have plans i need i need this plan because i'm gonna do these things with it, and in the meantime, their money is swirling down the drain because they're not putting the work into developing whatever that thing is that is gonna be used with that tool or software. Number four, you scale back. Again, take a look at what you're doing in your business. Are there things that you are spending time, effort, or money on that aren't making a big impact on your success? Because sometimes investing actually means stopping three things to put all your focus on something else. And you know, paying big bucks to be part of a networking group, but not seeing a lot of sales from referrals, maybe it's time to cancel your membership. Um, paying for a bunch of tools because of the convenience of them, but you're not really using them. Maybe it's time to downgrade to all the free versions. Putting a lot of time into creating something like a podcast, but it's not taking off. Meanwhile, your blog gets thousands of visitors a month. Maybe it's time to retire the podcast because maybe you don't need it. And number five, you trade services. This one doesn't always work. So you have to be very strategic about it. If you are giving up your time for free to someone else, the thing you are getting in return better be very important to your business. Something that is going to positively impact your bottom line, or something that you absolutely couldn't do yourself without um, paying a lot of money to outsource it. So for example, uh, you give someone free access to your online course, and then they refer five paying students to you. That simple math. That trade was totally worth it. <laughs> um, now I'm not saying never offer free stuff to people who need it, but if you are in a position where your time and finances are a little bit shaky, um, be very very discerning here. Oh, and if someone ever offers exposure as their part of the trade back to you, unless they are Oprah. You can tell them they can shove their exposure up their ass. You have my full permission to say that. You can quote me if you want, even. So that wraps up today's episode of BSing with Brandy. If you enjoyed this topic, you can find more like it at bsingwithbrandy.com. That's Brandy with an I, not with a Y. There you'll also find show notes and links to any resources I mentioned today. While you're there, feel free to subscribe to future episodes on the platform of your choice. And I wish you all the best getting shit done this week. Bye.